Hey, thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, and myself, LeVar Arrington. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern or 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, what is it, Lavar? Base AC joint. Base AC joint. Base AC joint. Base AC joint. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Base AC joint. Base it AC is joint. Uh, two yeah. pros and a cup of Joe here. Fox Sports Radio. Lavar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates and wherever you are making us a part of your Thursday morning. We appreciate you doing so. Uh, we will take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific right here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, now, uh, you did mention the AC joint. Is that what uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is having surgery on? Is that oh, the. Uh, wow. what? Um, what? And that isn't even what I wanted what to. We were going to oh, get okay. into here. I was oh, just wondering because right. uh, John Lynch made it seem like uh, they weren't aware that he was going to be getting a surgery until very recently. From uh, Well, I, yeah, I mean, he didn't make them aware of it. I, I, think, I think what happened was people started to look into when the injury occurred, it, it occurred versus Dallas. Then you look at his stats after that point in time in the game. He struggled in Dallas, uh, struggled following that game, I believe, what versus the Rams, I believe is who they played next. Yeah. Um, that that was more of like putting two and two together. It's like, oh, not only was he playing with a uh, broken thumb, or excuse me, a torn lig- ligament in his thumb. Well, they played the Packers next, and then they played the Packers. Rams. That's yeah. right. That's right. And then and, and so you kind of look at it and go, all right, like maybe there's a little more reason or justification for this. Yeah. So hmm. interesting. Uh, but uh, we get to. It see almost where... makes you feel a little bit more kind of positive about him because he actually, even though he didn't play as well as he could have. They still found a way to bounce back during the course of the year because there were a lot of injuries on on their team this past season. So I almost feel like you should look at Garoppolo a little bit more favorably that he didn't make it a thing. You well, know, a lot, the, of, the a lot hard, of guys do. It, it, well, it didn't happen until the playoffs. But but the hard thing is, oh, okay, is, all right, okay, I yeah, thought it might have been earlier. Okay, no, no, no. Um, the hard thing is, is it's more about the trade value for him. You know, so yeah. if you if, yeah, if you're a true. team yep. that's looking at him, and, and I think again he's a franchise guy when healthy, it, but the, the big question is health. But if you're a team that's looking for him, don't you need if you're going to trade something for him or try to get him on your roster? Don't you need to make sure he's healthy? I mean, it's a throwing shoulder, and, and I don't care what surgery you have. You know, the only minor surgery is the one that's not being done on you, right? Yeah. So I look at it and just say if it's 16 weeks before he can throw again. I don't know. It's like he was one of those those players that's under contract for another year that you thought maybe could be a part of his quarterback carousel this offseason. I'm not so sure that ends up being the, the case now. He might be in San Francisco a little longer than he thought and, and probably we thought. Uh, well, uh, speaking of uh, San Francisco and uh, the 49ers. And, oh, here uh, we go. Know, well, I'm just, you know, Here I mean, Jonas uh, goes. I'm just. You going to turn the music on, Berto? Well, no, like, I, I just, I mean, uh, you know. <laughs> you going to turn it on? Look, I, I don't know that there's uh, as conspiracy much of a conspiracy theory. here. But, uh, you know, the, the Tom Brady story um, just feels strange. 
there's just something that's a little bit off about oh, the stop. whole thing. He talks about it. Okay, well, I, I just all right. So Tom Brady, um, yeah. he was uh, you know on a podcast with uh, with Fred Couples. Uh, this okay. was a transcribed by a Rick. They call him Bam Bam. That's the, what they call uh, Fred Couples. Uh, okay. Do they call him Bam Bam? Yes, yeah, his nickname. Any relation right, to nice. Bam Bam Bigelow, the great WWF wrestler, or, or Bam day. Bam from Flintstones? That's, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah I, I don't believe uh, Fred Couples is related to Bam Bam from the Flintstones. I, I don't oh. think uh, Fred Darn. Flintstone Darn. is like a lost cousin oh, of him. Hold on a second. Oh. You guys think Bam Bam yeah, from the Flintstones, the Flintstones no. is more popular than Bam Bam Bigelow? Yes. yes. Oh yeah. my God. <laughs> Although I do remember Bam Bam Big- Bigelow. I'm a bit, you know, uh, obviously the, the tattoos on the head. And you stuff guys like have that, been but. completely disqualified yeah. from any Bam Bam discussion moving forward. Uh, that well, is actually, an well, technically you are because Bam Bam is older than Bam Bam Bigelow, just so you know. Correct. Just so we're clear on that. There was a Bam Bam, like maybe Bam Bam Bigelow got his name Bam Bam because of the original Bam Bam, well, I would I, assume. I think that's a reckless statement by you, but again, uh, that's, you know, that's you fine. You just never you know. know, but I could be right. Uh, but, uh, you know, anyway, transitioning <laughs> from... Uh, bada, bada, bing, bang. <laughs> yeah, Roberto, <laughs> you are a class act. Uh, un- unbelievable. Uh, so here it is. Uh, this is the, uh, the speculation and why it's happening. So Tom Brady was talking uh, just on this podcast, and... You know, they were, uh, he asked him, hey, where are you going? What's going to, you know, what, what what's next? What's going on? And he just uh, gave something. I wish I had a clear vision of what the future hold. I think for me, there's a lot of great things, a lot of great opportunities that I know I said right after the football season, I was looking forward to spending time with my family. And I've done that for the last five weeks. And I know there'll be a lot more of that, too. And then talked about going back home and staying he's, with his parents. And, he's starting his family. Yeah. I just, <laughs> uh, yeah. Five weeks, just, he's done. He's like, oh, this is what it's like to (laughs) be around your kids all the time and but be a dad. Uh, I'm gonna Check go to some box else. Off. Well, it's yeah. like well, it's like you guys have <laughs> talked weeks. about. You guys have talked about the coaches that sleep in their office. There, there's yeah. two reasons they're doing it. They like their job, and they also don't want to be at home that much. You know, yeah, there's man. yeah, <laughs> there's that. Um, I don't know, That's man. So bad. I just. Uh, it just feel it just doesn't sit right. There's just something that seems off about it, and maybe I'm just not used to Tom Brady not playing football, so I have a, a built-in you know block here, a mental block. But it just feels like there's something that's off about this whole thing. I don't know. And the more he talks, the more it doesn't make sense. So you mean is- the more it makes sense to you? Yeah, well, that he's the, coming back. You think he's coming back. Okay, it makes I, more he sense does. to you okay, with every I, I, passing day, every passing article, podcast, whatever. See, but I don't know that he comes back this year. Like, There's a lot of people that are throwing out, well, he's going to be back this year. I, I think the Bucks are dead set on, well, if he's not playing here, he's not playing anywhere else. But maybe in a year. I mean, maybe, you know, he... he he's and, still under contract, I know. I the Bucks were I dead still... I already floated that theory to you yesterday, and you didn't co-sign well, you, on you it. You stole it from my notes. I mean, if we're going to no, be clear about you it. You didn't have that on your notes. Those are my thoughts that I sent over to you. They, those they were, were my thoughts. thoughs. Yeah, no, yeah, no G and H the, on that. Those were my thoughts. <laughs> or you. I love how you say that stuff when I'm the one who introduced what that even meant. That's all right. Uh, anyway, the point is, oh, even geez. if he wanted to come back, the Bucks would have to be able to make a move in order to do so. And, and it sounds like, at least while Bruce Arians is there, they're not doing that. So I don't see any world in which he's coming back, unless in the short term it's the Tampa Bay Bucks because of the stance that Bruce Arians has taken. Maybe Jason Light will take a different stance or the Glazer family. 
But that's where it stands. So I don't think he plays this year. I think he's retired. I think he's done. I think he's still trying to create this mystery because he knows that then allows him to play games on social media and create the suspense or hype, which he continually does in different ways. So, look, it keeps his name out there. It keeps his name. The mix. You're doing a good job of, of, of helping him do that, Jonas, at least with, I can with do. your conspiracy theories. Uh, maybe yeah. he could sling me an avocado uh, TV 12 shirt or something like that for all the uh, publicity we're giving him here on this show. Well, I mean, that's the thing is to continue to build the brand, right? I mean, uh, Tom Brady can do pretty much whatever it is he wants to do as it applies to the business world, as it applies to next profession, whatever. I mean, if he wants to go be a a motivational speaker, he'll probably get paid ungodly amounts of money just to go spend an hour of time with corporations and tell them how to be great. There's so many different things that, that Tom Brady can do to get out there and still continue to build his brand. I think one of the scariest things is when you've had the type of success that Tom Brady has had and and talking about not just on the field but financially the type of success that he has 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 been able to to have during the course of his career what's going to motivate him? I think that that's what's going to be the biggest challenge. And that's usually the biggest challenge for any of us, you know, all of us that leave the game. Like, what is going to motivate you? Like, I made a S ton of money when I played ball. And when I left the game, I left the game and it was like, you know what? I got my my reasoning was I was tired of feeling the pain of of surgeries and injuries. So it was like, I'm done. I pulled my, I popped my Achilles tendon. That's it. I don't want to do this anymore. Like didn't need to announce no retirement. Maybe I didn't even have a career worthy of announcing a retirement anyway, but I certainly didn't tell anybody I was done. I just walked away. But the biggest thing that, that ensued was what do I want to do? You know, I'm not, I'm not doing this for the money. So I'm not doing, you know, that, and X, Y, and Z because I have to do it to be able to support my 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 family. So it's like, what are you doing? You know, and and you start to try to figure out what is going to challenge you. And I think that that might have been the tone that you were hearing from from Tom Brady. I'm sure he's had more than enough time to think about you know while he was playing what he wants to do when he's done. But the hardest thing to do is to realize the 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 realities that that surface once you're not playing anymore it's just different even with the popularity it's just different and i think that he's going to have to go through that just like anybody else that has played the game that we love is going to have to you know they have gone through it is interesting uh it's an interesting point you bring up because he doesn't have to do anything out of necessity nope he doesn't like the rest of his life he doesn't have to do anything out of necessity because he's already done so much in that world. Now, he might feel inside a calling to try to equate his greatness in football in some other capacity or some other way. Like, that's how competitors work. Mm-hmm. That's how our minds work. You know, I'm sure if you're, you know, Peyton Manning, he probably wants to be one of the better entertainers now. And, and he might not openly, openly say that. But you don't create a production company that signs a deal with Disney if you don't have those goals or objectives. Like, guys and professional athletes, at least I would say the most that I've gotten to know and been around, 
they have this competitive edge. And that edge really plays out in anything else they want to do next. Like, they're looking for it. They're trying to find like what gives them that rush, what gives them that adrenaline rush. And you're not going to find it anywhere else like you can in sports. But you can find that competition. You can find that other thing that motivates you. The hard thing is for him is he's not going to be motivated by necessity. Like, I, I got a buddy who you know, had transitioned into broadcasting. He had lost, admittedly, he'd lost a lot of money, everything he made while playing. And so he had to get into broadcasting. Like, he didn't have another move. He had to get into broadcasting, and then he's become well-established. But, you know, it, it's Thank, those Thanks for bringing stories. it up, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Well, you, you didn't play in the uh, – oh, yeah, Sorry, 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 yeah. sorry yeah. about that. Um, but, but in all seriousness, he, he said to me, he goes, man – I, I thought I was going to transition nice. I was, I was doing this and that. I made you know, a bunch of you know, deals and trades, and it didn't work out. He goes, I literally lost everything. He goes, I had to get into this business, and at first it was out of necessity, and then I kind of I grew to love it and grew to be able to create a platform and do what I'm doing. But he said, honestly, if that never happened to me, I probably would have never gotten into this industry. And it was, it was really like, interesting to hear his perspective after <laughs> you know, making, making millions and then losing millions. And it was tough to hear, but at the same time, you realize that plays a, a motivating factor too, and that's not a that's not the deal for Tom Brady. So it, it's going to be interesting to see what he decides to do next. I just don't think it's going to be necessarily playing football, at least not for the Bucks or uh, not this year. Can I ask you guys this? Uh, just a year ago, if I said, "Hey, how do you think Tom Brady walks away? What does it look like? Does it look like this?" No. Or, so, like, I just that's why I I just wonder. When he, if if we could ask him anything, it'd be like, when did you realize that you wanted to walk away? Because it feels like this came on pretty late in the season, and I just wonder what the tipping point was. Why do you keep trying to? Like, what is your obsession with that part of it? Because Lavar, he was talking all these big things for years and years, even earlier in the season about playing and why would I walk away now? And he's playing at an MVP level, and there's still people that that think he should have been the MVP, and all of a sudden he just leaves. It's just, it's strange. Like, it just I mean, felt like if all you this say, up for nothing. If you say that 20 years, 30 years from now, the way you just said it, do you understand how much better that sounds? The, how, 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 like, straight amazing that sounds as a legend? All this buildup, all this, all that. He just walked away. Yeah, but I needed more for the content of the show. Right? Okay. It's about well, no, this show. You need it okay. more for you. That's yes. what you need. And more. Saturday you need more justification for yes, you. Yes, absolutely. And the Saturday The show mornings. you do that that doesn't, you know, you don't include uh, Brady on. Or what do you me, mean? Bra- Brady was on a couple weeks ago. You, you've been on the was show he? before, of course. Yeah, I popped okay. on. Yeah, for, oh, come nice. on. LaVar popped he, on. You know, they don't allow me to pop on, by the way. They're yeah. like, oh, Jonas has something planned. Like, I'm like, whoa, hold on. Yeah. Dude, they said the same thing for me. They say, hey, call back next week. <laughs> right. That's I'm what like, I tried Thanks. to jump on. They were like, yeah, no, that's stop. Said. Jonas call. has something planned. Yeah. Uh, by the call way, back next week. By the way, I've been begging Brady to be a part of Big Noon Kickoff for years. LeVar walks in 15 minutes later. He's on the set, and he's giving some woman a stiff arm in the middle of Iowa. All right, that is so, hilarious. Uh, just the fact that, that I can't even get hilarious. any love on television. That's, still, that's an all-timer. That's, that's an all-timer. Uh, <laughs> the, the look of shock and confusion on her face. Hey, by the way, do you think uh, that woman was watching Undisputed, and she's like, hey, I know that guy from somewhere. <laughs> I'm suing. <laughs> that guy. Uh, but, all right, it is uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here. Fox Sports Radio brought to you by Discover. If you're a 
valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company. That's why Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. All right, coming up next. Uh, apparently, one team in the NFL has decided they need a little bit of a quarterback competition. We will get into that for you right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Two Pros and a Cup of Joe here, Fox Sports Radio, Lavar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Uh, this is the easiest karaoke song of all time because nobody knows what the hell Eddie Let, Vedder is let's saying. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. I'll tell you, you just mumble the whole time. It's the greatest. You know, to be honest, you you actually, I I was hating on you. You you actually mumbled the hell out of that song. It's the easiest. Anybody could do it. You just got to know where the uh, the octaves are, and you just coast, breeze. It's the best. You ain't said one word. Oh, that's the first word, kind of. It's the best. I'm telling you, man. I mean, could you imagine if there was a song with no words and you just didn't realize <laughs> it great. was a song with no words? It's great. <laughs> yeah, you just mumble. You just kind of made that thing believable, Jonas. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. You, so you, you were kind of like, kind of like, trying to do like uh, interview or, or like the, audition. Yeah. The, the best part about it is imagine going and listening to that. And you're thinking to yourself, how bombed do the people at the actual concert have to be? <laughs> right. Since they're like, I mean, they're playing along with it too. They're like, man, this song's they're so good. They're probably mumbling right <laughs> along with it. I don't know yeah. what he's saying, but man, it's I, so good. I saw Pearl Jam play. They did a three-hour show. Eddie Vedder had a bottle of wine in his hand the entire show. The entire yeah. show. He was annihilated by the end of the show. But I think, Jonas, yeah. I think you got to get a new band. You know, Pootie and the um, glowfish. Wait, what? Pootie and the glowfish? Did you say Pootie? Yeah. Like, like yeah, po- Pootie. Like Pootie <laughs> Tang. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if I could. Yeah. Pootie Tang. Oh, man. <laughs> Can we let us say that? Uh, whatever, we'll figure it out. Why um, are you not allowed to say Pootie Tang? I don't know. Tang? I thought that meant It's a movie. Else. It's a movie. Oh, is it? Oh. Yes. All right. Chris Rock. Okay. I don't know. All right. Hey, okay. Uh, I, I don't know some On of the, the movies. On the Look, I, when you and you know Berto I mean? mention some of these movies, I have no idea what they are. There's three movies on in this studio I've never seen before in my life. I've never <laughs> Y'all seen. Y'all there saying, can you say Pootie Tang? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I never know. Is that allowed? Do we got to dump Pootie Tang? Well, Berto <laughs> dumped himself the other day because he made a comment. Sa so, Yeah. It's, uh, it's weird. Uh, by okay. the way, um, speaking of weird, Live Bet Jesus sent a tweet. 
So I, I don't know. Again, I don't know what he wants. He already won earlier this week. He made Brady Quinn disappear from a show, which is one of the most impressive things we've ever seen in the gambling world. But apparently uh, he wants to get on some, uh, some action. I don't even know what games or events are going on right now. But uh, later this hour, I guess Live Bet Jesus is going to make people some money. So there's that. No, everybody's excited about it. There you uh, go. Two pros and a cup <laughs> yeah, of Joe. Yeah, really excited. Um, as, uh, <laughs> Brady is uh, emptying out uh, the uh, outback he had in his, uh, you know, in his studio right now. So, um, well, what are you talking little, about? Yeah, just a uh, little, little, little mute the mic and uh, let it fly in there, huh? Are you trying to hate on Outback? No, I, this is nothing wrong with Outback. The Outback Bowl wasn't Penn State in the Outback Bowl this year. I think they I believe were. So yeah, yeah, I think they won the Bloomin' Onion. Because uh, uh, did Penn State win that game, by the way, the Outback Bowl? Can we get a, an update on uh, Penn State's performance in the bowl game uh, from our Outback Bowl insider? Uh, lead oh, the lab, wow. working around. Is that the clock. what we're doing right now? I'm oh, just saying. Wow. Like, I, I don't know who. I don't remember who won that game. Uh, let's go live to our. Okay. I know who won the Bloom and Onion Bowl. Lead the lap uh, insider for the latest. Lee, I believe that was the Arkansas Razorbacks, twenty-four to ten. Wow, they had guys wow. sitting. Out. It's fine. It's fine. Hey, you know what? Wow. I, you know what I'm upset about right now. What's that? So I got here to Indianapolis yesterday for the combine, and it was like 55, 60 degrees out. And, uh, you know, that guy picks me up. Oh, it's great weather out. I was like, yeah, it is. It's awesome. I was like, it's supposed to be like this all week. Yeah. You know, I, I, and I'm, I'm kind of thinking to myself, I'm from the Midwest. Like, I, I'm on the same latitude, right, at, in Columbus where I'm from, Columbus, Ohio. They're like sister cities. And I'm thinking to myself, it's March, though. Like, this isn't, this isn't normal. This isn't going to last. And so then <laughs> I get, get into the combine. <laughs> I start working and all that. Everyone's like, man, the weather's supposed to be great this week. And I'm just going, you aren't from the Midwest. Like, you guys don't know how this works. And I woke up this morning. I look out. I'm like, it looks a little frosty outside. Sure <laughs> enough, it's back down in the 30s. I think the high is like 40, 42. And it says, slight chance of snow at oh, 10 wow. a.m. today. So I was like, oh, that's Ugh. about right. That's what I was looking forward to. Why, uh, why did I not do it in a warmer climate? Well, I think why, they're like, start. Yeah, why not? Why not? I, I thought the same thing. Like, and, and and you know what? As a as a player in the combine, when you have to get up at the hours that they're getting you up at, and you got to do the things that they're asking you to do, why not do it in a warmer environment? Like, I, I'm. That's man. Is that just my? I just came like in my mind. Like, so why would you do it is, in Indy? There is the thought. That Vegas or L.A., one of those venues could be suited for it. But uh, I I think one of the issues is is Indianapolis really is a great city for big events because even despite the weather – you really don't have to go outside. Like, all these hotels are connected to, to the convention center and to Lucas Oil, and so you don't have, ever have to go outside the bad weather. Like, you can yeah. literally walk around the different skywalks and tunnels and get where you need to go. And, I, and, and the biggest thing is the medical. They're able to facilitate all the medical testing that needs to take place, and I don't know that they've got that infrastructure built up somewhere else you know, where they could get it off without any issues especially in the first year, because this goes so smooth. And isn't... Uh, that's just horrible. Well, it, that that's the only place that they could do that. Well, that's I, all. at this point, though, like the businesses and places around there, this is a big week for them, right? It's as far huge. as the, the amount of revenue I, that comes in. You know what's sad? I was talking to some people um, yesterday about this, is the combine event has become about everything other than the athletes here. And I know that sounds counterintuitive, but the truth is... 
there are agents, there are financial advisors, there are people around the business of sports who are coming here, whether they're analytic groups, um, it could be all chiropractic conventions. I mean, it is. there's so many people here because it touches both the college and NFL world, yeah. and everyone's trying to you know, get their hooks in on these kids and trying to make money off the next wave of athletes into the NFL. And so it's, it's about literally every single business, every ancillary business outside of the business of the NFL while the combine is going on. I mean, you know, even sitting there, you know, talking to general managers and people who will admit, yeah, a lot of the discussions right now are setting up trades for the draft, setting up trades for, you know, once we get to the new league year or, you know, really before then, talking about free agency. You know, hey, what's this you know, guy potentially going to do or is worth? Is he going to sign back with his team, the franchise tag? You have all those conversations going on. And meanwhile, you've got these prospects running around shooting hoops with the Philadelphia Eagles or, you know, getting <laughs> their, getting their knee x-rayed. Yeah. Oh, man. Hey, Jonas. Uh, what's up? <laughs> yeah. What's your top, top memories from the, from the draft? What do you remember the most? What's the first thing that pops into your head when you think, of, not the draft, the, uh, the combine? Um, I, I don't know what, oh, you know, the, the, oh, the, uh, the question that, uh, somebody asked, the, was it Des Bryant? No, no, no. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I started thinking, uh, your Kansas City Chief, Mr. Chris Jones, running the oh, 40. Oh, yeah, 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 there's that. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. the most famous 40-yard dash yeah. in the history of the combat. I mean, I, I, it's, yeah. it was a scarring incident <laughs> it watching was. it live. I was like, oh, I'll never yeah. unsee that. Yeah. Dropped a uh, yeah. th- dropped a bag of produce on the turf. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I don't know why you would, but he was trying to run around with a big salami stick in his pants. So it was weird. Weird. Right. Lavar yeah. just googled it again. <laughs> I did. It. Uh, I just all I, mean, I could think about when you, we were talking combine. <laughs> You said it's not about the players. It just kind of popped into my head that one of the most memorable moments was. was, was How do you have a wardrobe (laughs) malfunction uh, at the combine? It's like he had a a sumo wrestler hanging off his belt buckle and uh, just uh, (laughs) fell right on the turf. (laughs) (laughs) In all seriousness, like I can understand what happened at the halftime Super Bowl show. This one, though, I mean, I just sits out there, Janet. Yeah, I mean, they're compression shorts. No, no. Have any of you ever fallen where your pants just came <laughs> off? Like, I mean, at no point in my life have I ever fallen after running, walking, anything, where my pants just came off. Especially, like, you're, they're compression shorts. Like, there's like, no oh, like, rest of your there. body. Yeah, oh, man. there's not. <laughs> Maybe that oh, thing was just being so compressed that it had to pop out for air. <laughs> it, was like, it was too compressed. It was like a, a jack-in-a-box. It was like the movie Daylight with Mel Gibson. They were just looking for air, like yeah. fresh oh, air somewhere. Oh, it was no. just trying to pop out of that Boston tunnel. Oh, no.
<laughs> you know, oh. a seven ten split there. Uh, oh, all right, man. it is um, <laughs> two pros and a cup of Joe. If you're not understanding the reference, you can Google uh, Chris oh. Jones's forty yard dash. Hey, but it, it worked out. By the way, he, yeah, he, he's one of the better defensive linemen in the league. So it worked out. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, in case you're wondering, he, he is a defensive lineman. It's yes. not for the time. Yeah. It's not for hey, the would you? Yeah. Would you type in his name? In this, uh, <laughs> what comes up, Lavar? Forty-yard dash, <laughs> bro. He is one of the best defensive tackles. Like he might be the second best to Aaron Donald. Yeah. And that is what comes up. Yeah. Like, no matter how great his career will be, we'll always remember his 40-yard dash. Like he's trying oh, to, my gosh. Trying to uh, pile drive a giraffe. I, the uh, best part weird. about oh, that day was oh. he had to inform the person that ran up to him what happened. Yeah. So like, uh-huh. he told them what uh-huh. fell out. Uh-huh. And they're like, yes, we know, Chris. Everyone saw. Well, because I heard that uh, somebody asked him right afterward and said, hey, oh, who, who, who told you you could bring your dog to the track? Oh, my gosh. Know, oh. <laughs> Oh, oh, Dutch, uh, Dutch, uh, what are they called? Dots and hounds. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise known as the wiener dog. Oh, yeah, just, uh, yeah. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to put it at a half. Okay, I'm going to put it at a half. Uh, you should put it at does ten it, and a half. Does it ever, does it ever happen uh, again? Does, no. does it ever happen again? Um, oh, man. I'm going to say, oh, I'll take the under. Yeah, um, I don't think so. I, I think it's the last thing the NFL wants. Yeah, because oh, another wardrobe malfunction. Yeah. I can't take it, man. Yeah, that's. <laughs> oh, y'all hurt me. I, <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> oh man. Oh, I'm. I can't. I can't take it. Yeah, it's. Um, <laughs> oh, well, I don't think I left. A lot of people harder. said the same. <laughs> oh, that's so horrible. <laughs> that's horrible. Oh, that's horrible. Oh, my oh. Lord. Oh, wow. Uh, All right. Uh, yeah. yeah, well. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well. Way to kill the vibe, Brady. Oh, Wait, what? Uh, that, that, party, that party came to a screeching halt right with that It certainly did. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, words I never heard. Uh, wow. All right, it is um, two pros uh, and a cup of Joe here on Fox really? Sports Radio. Uh, Lamar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Oh, Nobody breaks gosh. down the 40-yard dash like this show here. Oh, uh, all right, so we do need to get into uh, – there's oh. a apparently a quarterback competition in the NFL, plus an appearance from Live Bet Jesus. All of it is yours next year on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Uh, coming up top of next hour, a little over 15 minutes from now, um, 
There is a uh, a theory. There was a rumor regarding a coach and a quarterback pairing in the NFL earlier this week. So we have a, a little bit of a theory, uh, a, some rumblings uh, in that uh, regard coming up here again. Top of next hour, 15 minutes from now here on FSR. So um, uh, apparently, according to uh, Kevin Stefanski, uh, and we will get to that story here momentarily. Do first want to let you know we're brought to you by uh, Discover. Real credit card questions require real people, someone who understands your issues and works to resolve them with you. That's why Discover offers helpful U.S space representatives available 24 7 discover exceptionally common sense live bet jesus will show up whenever he wants to show up he's not here yet so we just continue on here with the show um apparently kevin stefanski is open to the idea of a quarterback competition for baker mayfield so uh have fun with the surgery uh, good luck on the mend but uh competition uh but potentially coming to uh, cleveland there for old baker mayfield brady you're stopping I mean, wasn't there. that the thought behind case keenum yeah and signing him in the first place <laughs> that that was a veteran guy who's had some experience maybe just someone who knew the offense and uh wanted to provide more insight but i'm not sure sh- i'm not really sure what that's signaling outside of what are you gonna draft one then because you're not gonna sign one are you i mean are they gonna go after Jameis winston it, it just Ooh. seems like if you were on the cusp of you know paying baker mayfield an extension then you probably don't make that comment. I mean, there's only one guy who I think would make a lot of sense to bring in for the Browns if they were looking at having some sort of competition. And that would be Mitchell Trubisky. Ooh, yeah. I knew you were going to say yeah. Mitch Trubisky. And the reason is going to say he's we're going from to get Ohio. Yep. He we're was going to get Mr. Ohio we're going to uh, get back when he played a mentor, so it, it was just close in, in, in that area. I just think it could be a really interesting spin on Mitch and his next opportunity. And if that wouldn't be a destination that he would want to be at, given it's close to home, like, trust me, I lived it, I did it. It's one of the coolest things you'll ever experience. And this team is at a much better place um, than, than where it was back when, when I was drafted to it as far as ownership and the structure of it. So... This would be a good situation for him um, if things worked out where that was the guy they were looking at bringing in. I think the commandos are going to get him. If, if, if this doesn't turn into a real thing with <laughs> – like an Aaron Rodgers, the commandos are going to get him. Yeah. By the way, we do have to, uh, as you pointed out a couple of days ago, LeVar, let everybody know we know it's the commanders. We just prefer yes. commandos. I, I mean, I say that think- to everybody. I get it every day. <laughs> hey, what do you think about the new name change? What's the commandos? I mean, I love it. <laughs> They're like, that's much better. I was like, yeah, I think so too. You know, listen to our show. You'll get the joke of it. You'll get the back end of it. But yeah, yeah. I, th- I think they're going to get Trubisky. I, I, I'm, I, that's what, you know, that's what's jumping out out there. You know, is, is Trubisky's going to be the guy that they go for and bring in, and he's going to be uh, the one that turns everything around in, in Washington. So you got to get your hands on another one. Y'all got to figure out another QB to go to Cleveland. Do the Browns not realize it, it's kind of like the Cardinals thing that we were talking about earlier to where they, you know, putting the pressure on uh, Kyler Murray and they're critical of everybody's performance. And it's like, man, do you know where you were three years ago? Do the Browns not remember one in 15 or one in 31? Do they not remember those days? They've just all of a sudden moved past that and said, no, 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 we've got to have this. Like to me, 
Baker Mayfield's got him by the balls because they haven't had stability within the organization over the last several years. They finally have it, but now they're dictating that uh, Baker Mayfield's got to do this and we need more competition here. I mean, what are we talking about? It's the Browns. <laughs> what, what are we it, talking it has about? to be something more internally. I, I don't know what's going on. I'm, I'm not sure if it's the, um, if the injuries and how that was played out through the course of last year. Or the, or the relationship that he has with some of his teammates. Um, I'm, I'm not sure what it is because it doesn't make a whole lot of sense why you take this narrative. I think he's done enough to warrant being looked at as their franchise quarterback and getting an extension. But, you know, look, again, he, he doesn't have the physical skills of, of Mahomes or Josh Allen, but he's got you your first playoff win in umpteen years. Right. I mean, he's he's done enough. And and obviously, again, he was playing banged up this year. So I'd be really curious to see, you know, who they bring in, because I don't know that it makes a whole lot of sense to, you know, start that that story right now and and how how you're going to try to handle this quarterback situation. I think that only pours gasoline on whatever fire is is still burning there. Do you think Stefanski and him uh, have a little bit of an issue? Do you think there's a, a problem there? Well, they said there was an issue that I mean, they acknowledged that there needed to be a, a player, player coach, you know, come to Jesus moment. And 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 by listening to the way Miles Garrett kind of addressed it, it seemed like it was intense. Like it was a real thing. So I I don't know who was against who or who was yelling at what or what was going on. But I, I mean, we that that became common knowledge that there was that you know after I don't remember what game it was, um, but it was the game before before the Detroit Lions game because that was when I did the interview and they had said that week they had did uh, a, a players players coaches meeting where it got really really heated up in that meeting and you you know Brady you've been in meetings and 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 where it's like come to Jesus moments where you don't get to talk to one of the differences in the pros is players are making more than than coaches in the pros and and so the dynamic of how a coach sometimes can talk to players is different than any other level yep and people get they get really really hurt and really, really bruised when some of the things – because you got to understand, civilians would never be able to handle some of the things that they hear said in those said meetings. It would not – it would not go over well at all. And when those when those verbal fisticuffs end, you, 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 you either mend fences and you move on and you try to be better for it, but some of them don't, and some of them take take on this attitude of, "I'll never like this this person because of the way they just spoke to me," and and that happens a lot more than what people may realize. Nobody. Oh, okay. There's the, the cloud circle. It's formatting. Uh, it's oh, happening no. over, over the studio here. The lights have gone out. Now cars have star- stopped on the street. It's a busy time at uh, you know 10 till 5 in the morning Pacific. The, the TVs are out in the studio except for the weather channel, and that's just weird. Uh, but again, uh, here we go. Uh, it is uh, a piece of paper now floating down onto the desk here. I'm assuming there's a live wager. There must be some action somewhere going on in the world of sports. I will open it up on the air so you guys know we're all in the up. Up and up. 
Chris Jones's 40-yard dash time. Hold on. <laughs> it is this morning on the third day of March 2022 that I, live bet Jesus, proclaim the pick to be the Shanghai Sharks plus 11 and a half against the Flying Leopards. How about that? A little bit of uh, Chinese Basketball Association. Jeez. I don't know. It's basketball in China. What do you want from me? Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.